0: Welcome to the Rising Resiliency Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Hines, and this podcast is for you, the you who feels stuck because of your past circumstances and you keep wondering if you're the only one feeling this way. But I'm here to promise you that you're not alone and together we can rise up and be resilient. I'm so glad you're here for today's episode, so let's dive right in. What's up you guys, super glad that you're here for today's episode and I am going to be breaking down a question that I've been asked from quite a few people over the last few years as I've really worked on my own personal growth. And I know that if you're here, you're also working on your own personal development, and becoming the best version of yourself. Otherwise, you probably would not be listening to a self-improvement podcast. And the topic I'm going to talk about today actually has quite a few differing opinions on, many of which I've heard from a ton of personal development gurus, whether it's through their books or their podcasts or just on social media. And that is the topic of having a morning routine. Now, some people will say that morning routines are not necessary and I totally get where they're coming from and I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but I do wanna walk you through the routine I have for myself because it's been so helpful in not only my own personal growth, but just in becoming a happier and less stressed person and I think that's something we can all benefit from. So when I talk about morning routine, For me, it is not so much the morning part as it is the routine part. And there are some people out there who will tell you that you should get up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. and you need to be getting up before the sun rises to be the most productive and to get the most out of it. For me, it's not necessarily about the time. It's just that I am giving myself time for me prior to diving into the rest of my day. And for me, that does happen to mean that my alarm is set for 4 30 in the morning during the school year. However, on the weekends or during the summer or on vacations, when I'm not at school, I just get up when my body tells me to get up and my routine stays the same. It's just that sometimes it happens at 7am rather than 4 30am. And the timing is different, but everything else stays the same for the routine aspect. And The reason that I feel so adamantly about this is because I think it is crucial to bookend your days, especially in the morning, and I personally have been working on this at night. I don't have my evening routine down pat yet, but it is something that I also am working on and would encourage you to work on as well. But bookending your days with you is crucial to your mental health, and I full-heartedly believe in this because I used to be the person who I would jump out of bed, give myself like 10 minutes to get ready, run off to school, like skip breakfast, hardly make it through a shower and drive to school listening to crap on the radio. Like yes, music, but also news and negativity on the radio and then dive into teaching all day. And it left no room for me to focus on myself. It left no room for creativity and it just left no room for decompressing or preparing for the day ahead. And so when you are establishing a routine, I think it's crucial that you do implement that time just for you and do not feel selfish or guilty about doing so. There are so many people out there I hear say that they feel guilty for putting themselves above everyone else. And this is something I will say until I'm blue in the face you have to prioritize yourself before you take care of the needs of other people. It comes back to the analogy of being on a plane and when they go over the process for if the plane starts to go down and the oxygen masks come down, you put your oxygen mask on first before helping the person next to you. Because if you don't have yours on, you will not be a help to them because you have to first be safe in order to help other people. And the same is true for our daily lives. If you are not filling your own cup. And I know it sounds cliche, but it's so true. If you're not focusing on you first, you cannot show up as the best version of yourself for somebody else. And it's so important that you are taking that time for you without feeling guilty. And that means you, who is a mom, if you have kids who need your attention and you need to prioritize them, you need to take care of you too. And you need to take care of you first so you can be the best mom for them and you can set that example for them and you can be a role model for them and you aren't showing up as a half empty version of yourself you're fully you're showing up as the best version of you it's the same for someone who's in a marriage or who's a teacher or whatever a nurse whatever profession and lifestyle you have you need to be taking care of you So to go over my morning routine, I get up at 4.30 a.m. Like I said, my first tip, huge tip. If you are just starting to implement this or maybe you really struggle with hitting snooze, sleep with your phone across the room from you. And yes, you are going to hate yourself in the morning and you're going to hate me in the morning, but after like the first two minutes, once you're out of bed, you will be so glad that you did. This is something I started doing years ago when I was training myself to get up to work out before school and when I first started getting up around the 4 a.m. mark because that was really hard for me. I love to sleep, but I also love starting my day focusing on me and that takes precedence over sleep. I still go to bed early to ensure I'm getting the full amount of sleep, which is equally important. But if you sleep with your phone across the room from you, when your alarm goes off in the morning, you have two options really, three options. One is you keep listening to your alarm and you lay there as it goes off and you try to go back to sleep, which I doubt that's going to be very doable for you. And also if you're like me, I have a husband sleeping next to me and I know that he will not be happy if he wakes up to my alarm. So I want to get up and turn it off before I wake up anyone else in the house. The second option is that you get up, you snooze your alarm and you get back into bed, which at that point you're already up and it seems really silly to turn off the alarm to get back into bed for eight minutes because that's for some reason, that's how long our snooze is on our phones. Or your third option is that you get up, you're tired, you shut it off, but at that point you're already on your feet and you think, I might as well get up, and you go about your day and you have kept your promise to yourself that you've gotten up when you said you would. So you either lay there and listen to the alarm, you get up, turn it off, and go back into bed, or you just get up because it's across the room and you have to get up to turn it off. And After a while, your body will get conditioned to waking up and it'll get easier and easier. At first, like I said, when you first hear that alarm goes off, you're going to be really pissed off that you can't just roll over and hit snooze, but that is the whole point. So I sleep with my phone across the room. My alarm goes off at 4.30. I get up, I turn it off. I instantly put on some comfy clothes because I'm always cold. So I like wrap up because I never feel as productive when I'm cold. So I put on a robe, whatever. And then I go into my kitchen and I instantly put in my wireless headphones and I turn on like one lamp. I don't make it super bright because I want my eyes to kind of adjust naturally. And I put in my wireless headphones and I instantly play a podcast. Now, I'm not sitting on my phone staring at my screen for a long time because I really try not to look at my phone for at least the first 30 minutes to an hour of being awake just for so many different reasons but i look at it for about a minute to turn on a podcast and i am subscribed to so many that i just hit play on whichever one catches my eye that morning. and so as i'm up, i'm the first thing going into my mind is something positive. now it's not like a true a true crime podcast, it's not like an audiobook, it's not something negative. it's a self-improvement like this personal growth podcast that gives me tips to implement throughout my day, and that fills my brain with positivity first thing in the morning. As I'm listening to this podcast, I personally do some chores in the morning. If you don't wanna do chores, this might not be for you, but personally for me, I used to wait until the end of the day where I would have to do dishes before going to bed, and I hated it. I hated doing dishes at night. I was so tired from working. No part of me wanted to do it. And then the same with laundry. I would wait and do all of my laundry on Sundays and it would pile up and it would stress me out and I hated laundry. Laundry was the worst, still probably is the worst chore, but I would save it all for Sunday and I would regret it every single weekend. So I slowly got into the routine that as I'm listening to this podcast, I do the dishes and I do like a load of laundry. So if it's Monday morning, I'll go down, put in a load, After my workout, which I'll get to, I'll switch it over to the dryer and I'll leave it there until the next morning. The next morning I will fold that while another load is washing and then I'll switch that over until the next day. And so I'm just like consistently doing it, but I'm only doing one a day and breaking it down so it's not so overwhelming. And the reason I like doing this is because it's such a mindless task that I really can be fully focused on the podcast I'm listening to, but my body is still actively moving where it wakes me up and prepares me to for my workout and just for the day because I'm on my feet. I used to instantly like sit down and start reading, but I realized that made me so sleepy. So when I do chores, it wakes my body up because I'm going through all of the movements, but it requires zero thought process to do the dishes or to do laundry. It's just like a habitual thing that I know how to do. So I don't have to think about it. So I do that for about 30 minutes from 430 to 5am at 5am. I mix up, um, My pre-workout, which I'm actually trying to break the habit of just because caffeine on an empty stomach, I've been doing research, isn't the best for me, but I'll get some pre-workout. I also will drink eight ounces of water prior to drinking my pre-workout. I make sure I fill up my water right away and drink that first. So I mix up my pre-workout. I go into my office and plug in my Christmas lights and I sit down and I read out of my personal development book for 20 to 30 minutes. I make sure to do this every single morning. So important to be reading PD every day. So not only am I listening to the podcast, but I am also reading at least like 10 to 20 pages every single morning. Once I'm done with that at about 530, I'll change into my workout clothes, come down into my basement and turn on my workout and work out for about 30 to 45 minutes um, because I... Think it's so beneficial to work out first thing in the morning. I know some people love working out in the afternoon. For me, working out clears my mind, it boosts my endorphins, and it just like wakes me up for the day. And then I know that if I'm really tired after school, I already did my workout, and I can spend some time with my husband and do all the other things on my um, to-do list. So I work out for 30 to 45 minutes every single morning. After that, I shower, get ready, make my breakfast, head to school. On my way to school. Still listening to a podcast. Sometimes I'll put on the radio if I need like an extra like boost, if I need some pump-up music. But I honestly, most of the time, listen to podcasts. That's like always what's in my ear because I always want to be learning and I always want to be growing and I always want to be improving. So that is my huge recommendation for you. I go to school, do my work, do all the things. I have been trying to also implement an evening routine for some me time to decompress. So I have my me time in the morning. That whole morning routine, my husband gets up and leaves for work. Like it is just me by myself and it gives me so much time to just think and be creative and focus on myself. And then throughout the day when I'm teaching, obviously I'm with my students, I'm with colleagues, I'm go, go, go all day. And so what I've been doing lately after doing 75 hard is doing an evening workout as well. And sometimes it's a more intense workout if I had like a really bad day and I just need like the stress relief. But some days it's really just like going for a walk in nature or even just like sitting downstairs and doing some yoga. And even if it's not a workout, I try to make sure I focus some time on myself to decompress. So maybe that's doing a meditation or reading another book or doing something where I don't have to engage with other people and I can decompress from the day. And I love bookending my day with me and then with me again. I know that if you have kids or you have like extenuating circumstances where it's hard for you to get this time to yourself, it's going to be difficult to do this. And I know that you're already thinking, but Paige, I have these kids and I have to get them ready for school and then after school, they're doing this, this, and this. And I totally get that. I don't get it because I'm not a parent, but I understand that you have these concerns. But what I would say to that is you need to ask yourself, are you showing up as the best version for these people in your life? Are you really showing up as the best mom or the best wife or the best husband or father or friend or teacher or nurse? If you're going through your days exhausted and stressed out and you have no time to decompress or really think to yourself at all. And is there a way that you could implement this with your current situation? Could you set your alarm for even 30 minutes earlier so you can get up when the house is quiet before anyone else wakes up? Could you take 30 minutes after everyone goes to sleep to just go into a room by yourself to read or listen to a podcast or just meditate? It doesn't have to be this long thing. And this is another thing with uh, morning routines that people have differing opinions on some people argue you need to have a full out routine. Mine's pretty long. From start to finish from when I wake up until I get to school, it's about 3 hours, 4:30 to 7:30. You don't need 3 hours. You need 15 minutes even to just focus on you. Start out small and then build your way up. But at the end of the day, I want you to remember that self-care is not selfish. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. It is absolutely necessary so you can show up as the best version of you for the other people in your life. And not only that, but you deserve to. You are a badass person. Whoever you are listening to this podcast, I know that you go through your days showing up for everyone else and still trying to work on yourself and you deserve to have this time to yourself. So I hope you take something from what I said today and maybe there was a tip or two that you can implement into your daily life. But at the end of the day, just remember that your cup needs to be filled first before you can pour into anyone else's. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found something valuable. And as always, if you took anything away from it, please share it with a friend, either send it to them in a text, share it on social media, or even just leave me a review. If you want to connect with me and let me know what you thought about the episode, you can find me on Instagram at thestoryof.page. I love hearing from my listeners and what they think of the show. As always, have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next time.